It is BS.show. That's who we are. I am Shelly. She's Brad. Our web address is BS.show. BS.show. How easy is that? And it's not a BS.show.com, which everybody, you know, if you had that more, I had that on Friday. I told a guy our web address for the show is BS.show. He says, no, what is it? I go, BS.show. Well, no, no. Is it like BS.show? Is BSshow.com? No, it's just BS.show. Well, I don't understand. (laughs) Go on your computer, type in BS.show. Then hit that little period, and then type in show, and watch what happens. You know, it's it's not all that tough, right? Ooh, ah. <laughs> What's ooh, ah? Amazing things that happen when you punch stuff into a computer. No, it's more like, here's, and here you call me back, and he says, he says, you're exactly right. I typed in B-S dot S-H-O-W. You know what happened? I go, no, tell me. He went, my computer did, <laughs> really? It did what again? He said, it did, <laughs> I go, no kidding. And he says, and then when I grabbed the mouse, it went, Ew. <laughs> you're funny. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, you're not. That's the thing that makes it so funny. <laughs> you, you, you don't think, you, you think I, I'm mean like that? <laughs> I don't think you're mean. Oh, okay. I'm just concerned about this whole snap thing I got going on. You sound like you got a clothespin on your nose. (laughs) I'm telling you. That's because I have a clothespin on my nose, Brad. (laughs) You know, you know, if you were on Joe Rogan's Spotify uh, podcast, they would they would tell him to ban that episode. And and Joe Rogan so bad. One time he had this woman on, and she had a snotty nose, and and sounded like she had a clothespin stuck in her nose. And we want you to get that that podcast off because Jess is horrible. People shouldn't have snotty noses on podcasts. God, the the people are out for Joe Rogan. Holy cow! And you know what's crazy about that is, okay. You know, the big deal now, you know, if you've heard the latest story, apparently in some of his podcasts, you know, he's done like, I don't know, 12,000 podcasts. He started right. in 2009. Right. He's done a gazillion of them. And a couple of them, he said the N-word. So now there's somebody. Put no, the, he did not. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Over the weekend, he already put out a, a you know, apology. I'm so sorry I did this. and It was taken out of context. I was quoting people. How can you take that N-word out of context? Well, for example, if you are quoting someone, in other words, if, if, if there was like, for, like, you know, put it this way. Let's say we're in court and uh, someone is, you know, being tried for, um, I don't know, a racial crime or something like that. And if the attorney says, and the person who hit this black person said, I'm going to kill you, you N-word, you know what I mean? They would actually say the word because that's the word they used, okay? And once again, what's interesting is, and, and what was interesting about this is, radio people know this, that there's certain words we can't say by the FCC, but... Because we had the dude across the river who gave us all broadcasters a bad name, Bob Romanic, with his four radio stations and more money than God has, he could just get on there and say the N-word 42 times an hour. You know, and hey, you know, these people, they're all blah, blah, blah. You know, they're N-words. What's going on with him? Well, um, he's not in good health. He lost all his radio stations. Did he? Uh, Yeah, the FCC um, revoked his licenses. And this is the sad part of it is, is that uh, they had an auction over the summer, and I believe the FCC does this with what they call New Spectrum and also licenses that have been turned in or they've been revoked. And they have a, what they call a Spectrum au- uh, auction where you can bid on the licenses. And I think they set the minimum bid for each of the licenses for $50,000, and nobody bid for two reasons. A, they're AM stations, and B, he still owns the transmitter sites. And AM stations are very expensive to construct. It's not like you just you know stick an antenna on a tower and away no, you go. No, it's not. It's very, very complicated. 
and he owns the tower sites, and he owns the ground. And not only that, nowadays the NIMBYs are everywhere. If you know, like, if someone says they're going to, I mean, like for example, you read this. If you go read some of the city council agendas, I don't care where it is, and they talk about you know, on Wednesday night at X Y Z City Council, we're going to have a a motion for a new cellular telephone site in X Y Z land. Okay, there will be people from ten miles away. You know, if you put that tower in my backyard my my cat won't be able to scratch himself anymore and my cat won't be able to lick himself anymore and that's because that tower in my backyard and yet that's the first person that complains when their cell phone doesn't work you know what i mean uh-huh. <laughs> they're, they're one driving down a highway going i i i go this one place and i always get dropped i don't have service there guess what because a bunch of you Neanderthals went to the city council meetings, and when they were when the cell company tried to put a tower there to fill in that gap, you wouldn't let them. That's why there's a dead spot. And honest to God, that is the truth. There are spots I know because I'm a cellular nerd where you have terrible service, and it's because of the fact that I, you know one of these days. Remind me. Let me tell the Francis Howell story, the Francis Howell high school story. Where okay. once again, Francis Did Howell. Did you want to do that today? No, I'll do it tomorrow or something like it. Remind me. But this was a story <laughs> where, where the Francis Howell High School was going to get new lights for their athletic field, you know, for the football field, and a big whopping check every year for like 20 years, and they turned it down. Can you repeat that? They were going to get new lights for their football field, new, you know, those big old lights that are on the towers. And they were every every year for 20 years, this company was going to write them a nice big five-figure check, and they turned it down because aesthetics. They, no, they were afraid that the cellular signals would would harm the students. Okay, think about that for a minute. <laughs> You're driving around all day. You know, once again, and what's interesting is when I went to college a long, 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 long time ago, we had a professor. I talked about this one time before. There's a book called, I don't know where, it's interesting because this was like back in the 70s. And this book, I'll see if I can find it again. This guy came out and essentially it was called The Population Bomb or something like that. And he said that by the year, I think it was like 20 years, by the year 1995, the earth would be uninhabitable because there would be... 45 billion people on the face of the earth and there would be no food and the water would all be gone and all the natural resources would be gone and we all be living you know and the entire world would turn into a desert and our professor the postman no our professor who was a long-haired hippie freak who he was a long-haired hippie freak uh made fun of the fact and he and him and a bunch of other professors at the little you know this is it shows how old this story is they were putting in these little vending machines where you could like get a sandwich out of them, and right next to it, they put a microwave oven where you could heat your sandwich up. Yeah. The professors were protesting the microwave ovens because they talked about how the microwaves are radiating us and they're going to kill us. And the professors on campus got together, a bunch of professors got together and signed a petition and actually went and talked to the, who was the head guy, the, who was the head guy at the university? the provost or whatever the heck he is, um, chancellor, the chancellor. They're going to go talk to the chancellor, and they were going to not teach their classes if they allowed this company to put in the microwave ovens. Think about that for a minute. <laughs> so <laughs> think, how'd that work for them? Uh, they were told to essentially go pound sand, and they were not happy about that. So anyway, 
once again, this is my professor who taught us in this book that by 1995, which was 20 years in the future, we were all going to be dead because the population bomb was going to blow up and we were all be going to be, you know, because we would all, there would be no water left, no food left. And so I'm thinking to myself, okay, let me think, what's the date? Today's 2022. I think we're still alive. Are you alive, Shelley? Pinch yourself. Go ahead, pinch yourself. It all depends on the day. <laughs> but do you know you know the movie Johnny Mnemonic? Hey, you know Let what? Let me guess. You've never seen it. I've never seen it before, and I'm running late. I'm going to get nailed by the computer here. We'll bring that over the next well, hour, because okay? because you're so chatty bratty. I'm sorry. 6.50 or 6.59 and 51 seconds is what I meant to say.